back to Centered Sunday with the Resilient Me. So I want us to shift our focus and be more in tune with our purpose, our mission, and the direction in which we want to go with our life. And in my preparation and research for that, of course, it brought up some stories and some experiences of my own where I realized, you know, I didn't always know what my purpose was. As a matter of fact, sometimes I was even lost on my own identity. So which stories I'll share later on in our Centered Sunday today. But I want to make sure that we have a clear understanding this month of what our purpose is. And if you don't know what your purpose is, I'm going to help you figure out how to find it. And if you do know what your purpose is, I'm going to help you figure out if you're off the track, how to get back right onto the track, right back to the path. I don't know about you, but most of the time we see a lot of pressure like around the age of 18, you know, before you go off to college for you to just figure out what your purpose is, right? And some of us, myself included, may have, you know, looked at something and did it because someone else told us, you know, this would be a good idea for you to to major in this or for you to do this or because it looked more lucrative or because, you know, you may have come from, some sort of deficit in your family. You just wanted to make sure you got a degree that I help you get a better job so that you could be secure financially. And then you find yourself what, you know, many term as a midlife crisis at 40 or 50 or whatever age, you know, completely acting out because you realize that you've come this far and you've never tapped into your true purpose and that you may have settled or taken a path that wasn't truly your own. So this month, I wanna focus on digging through that, of kind of like breaking up the ground, the followness of the ground, the hardness of your heart, or maybe even your mindset, or your belief to help you shed some of those limiting beliefs and maybe get back to your purpose, get you more focused, and get you centered. Now, in my preparation and study for this, I read a lot of material information, and of course, I'm adding to all of this my own personal experiences with finding my purpose and my identity. But in this, I found a study done by the Gallup poll that said over 20%, I mean, sorry, only 20% of people actually are happy in doing their job every single day. Only 20% of people actually enjoy doing their job every day. That number is so low and it's it's almost scary because what that means is that 80% of people that means 80% of the people watching me right now 80% of the people that you you sit next to at work or go to work to they're unhappy and they don't like what they're doing and I know that the only reason that could be true is because there are a couple things that need to happen in order for you to find your purpose and be able to pursue it that may not have been done. One of those first keys that I want to address today is self-awareness. I feel like self-awareness, especially in the minority community, is not spoken about enough, it's not talked about enough, and it's not driven home enough. Part of your self-awareness, part of understanding, you know, who Sharice is and what makes her tick is knowing her identity. And some families do and maybe some families don't. But I I can say my father did, made it very, very clear that I understood what it meant to be a Holmes or what it means to be a tailor 
or you know what it means to be a brown or a smith or whatever it is but for some of us we didn't get that 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 foundation and that grounding so the first part to understanding your purpose is having self-awareness do you know who you are what is your identity composed of what do you believe what are your passions what are your values what are your strengths what are your weaknesses that's all a part of being aware of who you are having your identity and another thing that i would like to include under this aspect of self-awareness is also knowing your design do you know what you're designed to do so like i have my you know apple uh iphone here and apple iphone is designed completely different from an android it's designed differently from a google pixel phone and each specific phone has a a, a feature for which they are known right so one may be known for phenomenal pictures or um amazing screen quality like watching videos on your phone is phenomenal or being able to have to, the ability to record videos and shoot your own videos on your phone each phone right each brand of a phone their design you know by the brand of the name or if i say something like pepsi you may think of you know fun a younger generation or if i say something like coca-cola you would think okay classic smooth right when i say those names you automatically know the design under which they were associated with like the brand awareness you know exactly what it's associated with so you have to think of that in terms of your own self-awareness how was i designed you know when they say the name sharice or when they say your name what are the elements that people automatically think about you take some time to think through that of your own self and maybe ask a friend or a loved one you know what what do you think i am a lot of people say you know sharice you're a leader um or you're a problem solver well i have to be very 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 honest that there was a point in time in my life where i was experiencing going through a divorce and i experienced so much shame and embarrassment and pain i felt like i had let 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 my family down that i had let god down um and and i had a lot of guilt i was carrying a lot of guilt so at the time you know people had extended certain titles to me that i no longer wanted to walk in and one of those was being a leader i felt you know if i had failed so drastically in this you know great area of my life i'm no longer qualified to be a leader and that didn't matter if it was in church or if it was in the workplace or even amongst friends i took a huge back seat and began to let other people lead and even lead my life down places it should have never gone or i or, or as i transitioned i also started to be like okay well if no one's gonna step up if no one's gonna lead i guess i'll lead and that's because i when i experienced that traumatic moment i had a moment where i lost my identity where i felt like because i had gone through this traumatic situation i could no longer be deemed a leader i could no longer be deemed you know trustworthy responsible committed i mean the list can go on and on and on that once you go through some traumatic experience in your life, you begin to be the one that disqualifies yourself. Just because you go through a traumatic situation, it doesn't mean that you are automatically stripped of your identity. You're stripped of your, your, your gifts, your talents, and your abilities. That is, that is not what happens because you've gone through trauma. It may slightly alter and impact 
some characteristics of who you are or cause some uh, a stripping or change of your identity, but it doesn't completely wipe out every single good thing that you may have done because you've gone through a traumatic experience. Let me be the first one to tell you that you have to go back sometimes when, especially if you're going through a situation where you're trying to take inventory and figure out what your purpose is and what you want to do with your life and how you're going to move forward is go back to the most traumatic moments in your life and remember who you were before that happened. Remember who you were before the divorce. Remember who you were before you felt abandoned remember who you were before you got betrayed remember who you were before you lost your job remember who you were before you lost that status and begin to think you know I thought I was a leader I thought I was confident I thought I was a problem solver um I thought I was even beautiful whatever it is I need you to take the time to do self-inventory and examine who am I what is my identity and did I allow certain traumatic events to change that that's the first part of this the second part of it is to examine your level of authenticity now I can be honest even in in the in the midst of going through this whole divorce situation my authenticity changed drastically I was afraid to be who I knew I was because I felt like so many people had turned their back against me when I went through the divorce. I went through a whole people-pleasing moment or mood or whatever you want to call it. And so I would adapt. I would uh, gravitate towards relationships that um, I would focus on pleasing them more just so they could accept me and I wouldn't feel abandoned versus just being flat out who I was, right? So... I need you to think about that. Are there areas in your life where you are not authentic? And being authentic means that your beliefs and your actions are actually congruent in whatever you're doing. If you believe one thing and your actions show you to be something different, then you're not being authentic. You're either not being authentic with those friends. You're not being authentic at work. You're not being authentic with your significant other. You need to get to a level where you're able to strip down all these things that have uh, created you to be something that you're not and get back to your level of authenticity and truly understand who you are, your identity, and why you were created for what you were created for. And that is the whole understanding of purpose. It's the reason for which something was made or created. And we cannot get to the basis of the reason of which you were created or the reason of why your life exists if you can't be authentic. If you don't even know what your authenticity looks like, if you're not self-aware, you don't know your identity and you don't know why you were designed. So I'm I'm asking you those three questions this week for you to really dig in. We're going to do some serious work this month. So I hope you're ready. Get your journal out. Maybe there's some questions you can work on throughout the week and dive into who you are and Where do you want to go? You know, your purpose actually is like a living organism. It can be expanded. It can be evolved. You know, Sharice's purpose when she was 20 is not the same Sharice purpose when she's 30. Those change and they grow and they expand. It's not a stagnant thing like, oh, I thought I was this one thing and now I can't be that anymore because my time's passed or my time is up or I've missed the mark. Listen, if you thought you missed the ship, Another ship is coming. That doesn't mean it's over for you. That doesn't mean, you know, I've served or I served for this particular moment of time. And then after this period of time is over, you know, like my life just went down after that. 
You know, you can evolve, you can change, you can grow, and you have to shed some things so that you can become something new. So that's all I have for you guys this week. I want you to please come and join us in the private Facebook group. Make sure you click the link above to join us. Please make sure you share this video, like the video. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. And I will see you guys next week for more fun tips and discussions. Love y'all.